Previously on Tabletop Trouble. Ostra welcomes you back up, gives you your reward from the previous day, and hands Rave a letter. Someone's fucking with me. Dear family member, this missive has been sent to inform you of the passing of your dearly departed brother Avop Maelstrom. And I show them all the underlined letters in the note and what it spells out. Alive, need help, seek the ravens. Kako, you hear someone yell out down the alleyway in front of you where you're heading, and this figure walks out of the darkness in a, a white hood and a plain white mask with a red <laughs> painted eye in the center of it. This figure places their hand on your face and says sleep yeah as you uh, investigate yourself looking for any signs of magical temperance you see on the base of your wrist a small glowing sigil of an eye can i actually do a deep deeper investigation around the alleyway it's almost hidden in the darkness but you can see an eye painted onto the wall and underneath this eye is a message that says always watching whiz as you look up you can see a figure standing on the rooftop staring down at you i'm gonna misty step to the rooftop vertically and jump on the figure you roll off the rooftop with this figure in your arms and as you begin to float down they stretch out their arms and as they do a pair of wings unfurl and they float to the ground delicately This figure, now that you can see them in this alleyway, they're wearing a black cloak that's pulled over their head and their face is obscured by the darkness that this cloak is creating. And they say to you, I have watched you roam around town all day screaming about eyes and ravens. Are you trying to get yourselves killed? Who the fuck are you to judge? Maybe I am. Well, let's just say I have a mutual interest in making sure that you don't kill yourselves. Well, yeah, I'm not interested in dying anytime soon. So thanks for that, I guess. I'm new here. (laughs) Clearly you're new here as your group has no idea how things work in this city. I would have expected better from you, though, Rave. Hey, I have one simple request. Cut the fucking bullshit. How do I help my brother? What's going on? I have no idea what's going on with your brother. This person pulls their hood back and underneath their hood, they're not wearing a crow mask or anything like you'd seen the ravens wear previously. It's a bird person. It appears to be an avian owlkin and their face is that of like a barn owl. Who the fuck are you? Like I said, someone with a mutual interest in your protection. Oh my God, I don't have time for this. My name is Jakar. And Rave, you actually know this owlkin. Oh, God, I do. Yeah, this owl- that's embarrassing. This alkin works for the axe rest. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. <laughs> it's all right. It's dark. Um, but she <laughs> she works for the group known as uh, We Hunt in Shadows. Wow, that's OK. Very literal. Very literal. I thought Todd's gang was rough. I'm a big fan of your work. I've heard a lot about it. <laughs> no, you haven't. If you had, I wouldn't be very good at my job. <laughs> no, but I've heard that you're called We Hunt in Shadows, and now you're hunting Shadows, so it's like, big fan. You could have just said their name was cool. Anyway, 
why are you invested in keeping me and us alive? Like, why does it matter to you? Well, for one, your friends here have quite a big target on them. They've brought some sort of force from the Northern Kingdoms down to this air city. Can I, I just turn and that. I look at Wiz? I, I kind of give a little shrug like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. And let's just say it would be bad if there were more reason for that force to invade this city. So what you're saying is we get rid of them. That would be one way to do it, but I'd rather use their abilities to help the greater good. And yours too. Hey, do you remember when I made that one very simple request to you? Um, about cutting bullshit? I don't know how much more clearer you want me to be. Your friends have gifts. You have gifts. You appear to fight on the side of righteousness. We need righteous people in this city. Okay, well, I'm trying to find my brother, so I'll catch you later. Unless you have more connections and can help me. What exactly do you know about me and my friends? As I said, you've made it pretty easy to know who you are. Yeah, you probably talked to yours and Cheerless, right? I didn't talk to them so much as they have a tendency to run their mouths, especially the bigger one. Oh, great. What? He's talking have, about us. Do we have some kind of like hit on us? What do they say about us exactly? I'm just curious. They were more asking questions, trying to figure out who you associate with, what your goals are, what kind of jobs you've done, things of that nature. Just did our first job yesterday. The little one. They're interested in her, too. What? Though from what I've, I can tell, you've kept her quite safe. She's, yeah, she's, she's okay. Bringing her to the Circle of Insight was probably a good idea. I hope so. She's learning to train herself there. And I know we probably won't be able to protect her forever, so she's got to be able to fight for herself. But honestly, if you've seen her in battle, she's like a little tornado. She just tears through. Especially rats. Don't even fuck around when it comes to rats. She's a pro. Pro rat. Um, telepathically, I'd like to say to Wiz, stop offering information. We don't know if we can trust her. We know her. <laughs> we don't know if we can trust her. All I said is she's a rat killer. Anyway. She's are just... you saying that in my back to me in your head? Or are you saying that out loud? Out loud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's something more than you're offering up right now. So I'll repeat something you said to me. Cut the bullshit. Okay, well, I'll tell you. If you know, you know. I know. But what do you know? What do you know? Oh, boy. Because I God know. damn it. She turns her head like completely around and looks behind her. As she turns it back around, she says, Oh, all right, I can see this is going nowhere. And she turns her back to you. That's so cool. Brave, tell her what else. Tell her something else. I stopped your car. Hey, check this out. I make it start raining. <laughs> <laughs> she, she pulls her hood over her head and she looks back at you and she says, you're quite the weird one, you know. <laughs> Very strange. I've been told all, that. All that power and you use it for a light shower. Well, sometimes it puts a smile on people's faces. She I've... does give you an owl equivalent to a smile as she turns and continues walking. I make it stop raining and I look desperately at Rave for an answer. I've heard certain carrion birds enjoy fields of roses. And thus we arrive to the point. And she turns her head around and looks at you. So you seek the ravens. I didn't say that. Fair. <laughs> but again, cut the bullshit. I've been honest with you. Be honest with me. 
We're not enemies here. I wouldn't call us friends, but we're not enemies. I look over at the wall where it has the symbol of the eye and I say, is this really the place? They're cowards who hide and do nothing. Trust me, they're not listening here. Well, they put a tracker on my friend. That's concerning. Yeah, he won't let me cut off his arm. I've tried multiple times. I'll do it while he's sleeping. <laughs> Jesus. Have, have you considered banishing him to another dimension? <laughs> <laughs> These options are getting worse and worse, <laughs> and it's it's not looking good. No, it's, it's just, just the same option that was offered. To <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like these people know about it. It's like if you tried turning it off and on again. That's, if I was going to do that, I don't know why I wouldn't just kill him. But that's where we are. He's our friend. We're not going to kill him. I have no stake in the fight between the eyes and the ravens. Not anymore, anyway. But I will help you. I want you to succeed in whatever it is you need. I can tell that your group is tied to something bigger than I could possibly understand. And we need good fighters on our side. I will bring you to the Raven's Court. Woo! What is that? It's like a hideout for them to dress in black and grumble in corners at each other. Should I wear black for the occasion? They probably won't take kindly to you mocking them. I will not wear black for the occasion. (laughs) (laughs) And she leads you out of the alleyway and back towards the rest of your party. And she says, the rest of your group should be up ahead. Last I tracked them, they were headed in this direction. And uh, sure enough, you guys cross paths with the other two members of your party and you're reunited. Oh, hey, guys. I give a small group pep talk. Kako and Wiz. And also sometimes Isaac. Yes. Don't fuck this up. (laughs) I know you mean well, Wiz. (laughs) Please don't offend them. (laughs) I will be the kindest person you've ever met. More than usual. We're screwed. Who are you, by the way? I'm sorry. We didn't introduce ourselves. This is Jakar. Hello. Um, I am Kako Echeo, famed monster hunter. Oh, I know who you are. Yes, yes. Your fame speaks of your worthiness in this endeavor. I'm just Isaac. Which one of you is the branded one? It's Isaac. Is it me? Did I, yes. I pat oh. myself down? That's why we were trying to cut your arm off all those days ago. No, no, that was when I got sick. You seem to Dang. have a tendency to lead to the idea of cutting people's arms off. Why is that a reoccurring theme in your group? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of it, though. If it makes you feel any better, we have seen a person cut off their hand for no real reason. No, there was a reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was someone's clear and demonstrable fault. They just choose to move make, past it. Why would that make me feel better? Because we have a reason, but we're not doing it. We're I don't know why you shared that with them. That's, that's something we should just never talk about again. Yeah, Kako's right. Maybe we should go. I feel like we're wasting time. Yes, let's go. Do we need uh, any kind of disguises, or are they just going to let us in? Well, assuming they don't kill your friend there with the mark, and she points to Isaac. <laughs> I still, I'm still kind of like looking over my arms and stuff, like trying to find where I've been branded. <laughs> um, lead the way. She leads you down a, a dark alley near the center of town, near the Grand Bazaar. And towards a, a manhole cover on the ground, and she says, this is the place. And she looks down at the manhole cover, and with her fingers, she 
reaches into a, a pouch of some kind of silver powder and draws a circle around this manhole and then does a three uh, claw mark down the center of it. And as she does, the silver powder glows and she steps into this circle and disappears. Oh, well, that's cool. I step in the circle. Yeah, you disappear from this alley as well. Ooh, just like a thing. I step in after him. I shove Copper oh, yeah. into the circle, and then I, I go into the circle. <laughs> I guess we all go. Yeah, you disappear into this portal, and when you come to, you're standing in a collapsed tunnel of what appears to be some aqueduct in the city, and you're standing in front of a large set of wooden doors with two guards on either side, and these guards are garbed in black cloaks with crow masks over their faces. And as soon as they see you, they draw their weapons. And as they see Jakar, they slightly lower them, but still have them drawn in your direction. And Jakar looks at these guards and says, Oh, quit playing tough, will you? I've brought guests that the Alpha will want to see. The, the Alpha? Not a dog thing. I gag a little bit, like, quietly to myself when she says Alpha. The guard says, Jakar. You know you're not allowed here anymore. Jakar says, I don't care what they say. Let me in. The guards look at each other and shrug and step aside and open the doors. And Jakar motions you in and says, well, I got you here. You're on your own now. Okay. It's starting to feel like this was a bad idea. All right. See you later. And I walk through the doors. Uh, oh, okay. You, you, don't have to rave. you don't have to come. Oh, I'll come. I'm not going to wait outside with these guys. I'm coming. Don't look happy to see me. As you walk into this sanctum that appears to be a retired cistern that has been remolded into an underground sanctuary, you can see the walls are, are lined with what appear to be small dwellings, and there's a small arena in the very center of it, and above this arena on a platform, you can see three stone thrones where three figures are watching everything that's going on in this uh in this sanctum and then there's a bar right underneath that platform where you could see various crow garbed people talking amongst themselves and drinking but as you enter this room all the eyes in this room turn in your direction oh jesus is so um i step behind somebody taller than me which is all of you who's in charge not it Uh, nope not (laughs) of the bird people as you uh look around to figure out who's in charge uh the center figure of the on the three thrones stands up and he looks at you and in a booming voice he says who dares disturb this sanctuary is he wearing his crow mask yes is it covering his mouth uh no it's like okay right here like above his ends below his nose okay hi i'm rave i think you might have some information that i need the younger maelstrom I've been expecting you. Cool. So you've heard of me. <laughs> yes. The older one speaks of you. We owe him a favor. Boy, I hope that favor is saving his life because I, my assumption is that he's in trouble. But uh, I was told to find you. From what we've heard, you're all in trouble. And he reaches over the ledge and kicks down a rope ladder that leads up to the platform. And then yells to the rest of the room. He says, all right, everyone, go about your business. Leave our guests. The rest of this room goes about doing their things that they were doing before you got there. But you can still say that there's an apprehension in the room as people still kind of watch you. Uh, Yeah, I climb up that ladder. 
Are you guys coming? <laughs> yeah, this is awkward. I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm gonna scurry along after Isaac. <laughs> you uh you climb up this ladder and as you make your way onto this top platform, there's not much up here other than the three thrones. You can see the two other figures that were sitting on these thrones are currently going over a map on a table that has sections of the city marked off. And the leader of this group, the presumably Alpha, leads you in the direction of a set of double doors behind the thrones. He leads you through these double doors and down uh, a short hallway, off into a side room that's been made up into a makeshift bedroom. There's a large amount of blood on the floor and various medical tools are strewn around the room. And he motions you to enter this room. And as you do, Rave, you see your brother. Oh, I fucking bolt right over to him. <laughs> you see your brother, Alva, laying in bed and he is very bandaged up. His bandages are soaked with blood and you can see he's very worse for wear. But as you run up and hug him, he says, oh, hey, sis, <laughs> got my note. Yes, I got your note. And let me just describe Avop real quick. He's a very strong looking man. You could tell his years of service to the Knights of the Merchant Lord have done well for his health. His hair is, is trimmed short and he has a scar that runs from above his right eyebrow down the back of his head as if he, he took a very mean blow to the head at some point kind of very chris hemsworthy looking if i were to describe his appearance my family is very beautiful <laughs> <laughs> um he's got short blonde hair and a, and a well-trimmed blonde beard he is the tallest and strongest of all of my brothers which is saying a lot he coughs and a little bit of blood rolls down his oh no his lip and he says yeah i can't argue with that one what the hell happened to you uh Oh, man, I don't even know where to start with that. Um, well, I was, I'm sure Raves told you all about me. Uh, I mean, not, I'm a big, really. no, no, maybe you just forgot. I mean, I'm pretty important. Um, I'm sure she brought me up at some point. Uh, I'm anyway. just staring at Rave now. <laughs> We're all just looking at Rave. They've, they've mostly wanted, Kako likes to talk about himself. There hasn't really been... I haven't really talked about any of you guys yet. Oh. You know how much I love to talk about you guys. Oh, um. She did okay. show us the family picture. Oh, yeah, I was the I was the handsome one, I'm sure you noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I am finding the resemblance strange. I don't know. I think Kavis might be the most handsome of all my brothers. Ouch, you wound me. <laughs> did <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I, I walk over to him. Maybe I can help. Uh, I mean, I, uh, he, he looks around at the bloody instruments around him. He says, you probably can't make things worse. Uh, and he kind of chuckles to himself. I'm going to use 3d6, a healing light on him. Yeah, you uh, hold your hand out and pump this healing light into him. And you can see his breath kind of get a little steadier as you as you do. How much does he heal for? Nine points of damage. Yeah, his, his breath is a lot steadier now that you've cast a spell. He's clearly not anywhere near back in fighting form, but he takes a, a deep breath and he says, Oh, thank you. I appreciate the kindness you've showed me. So um, what happened? Says, also, this is Isaac, Kako, and Wiz. They're my best friends. Oh, hi. Sorry. I'm Isaac. Uh, I'm it's Wiz. nice to meet you. My name is Avop Malstrom, Knight of the Merchant Lords. <laughs> 
Well, former knight. I heard you got in a fight with the Tarask. I don't know what that is, but it sounds pretty baller. No, I I didn't fight a Tarask. I know it. <laughs> he, he, he coughs uh, and laughs to himself. He says, uh, I may have embellished the letter a little bit so that Rave would know that it was me writing it. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> he says, the truth is I was betrayed by my own captain. I was on patrol outside the cities of Ashvale, sent here by the knights of the merchant lords. And we were told to patrol the walls. Avop begins to tell you a story. And as he does, he tells you that he was sent here to patrol the wall and defend the city in case of any attacks as the super fortress known as the Garden had recently been seen floating above the northern border towards Alora. They were sent to protect the city, and while they were on patrol, their captain ordered them to place explosives along the outside of the city walls. Obviously, Avop stood against this betrayal of his duty, and for that, he was struck down by his captain and left in a ditch to die. Yeah, that makes seems when, extreme. When he woke up, he was surrounded by a couple of his dead comrades and weakly pulled himself out of this ditch where he was rescued by one of the members of the Ravens. Wow. Weird. So they blew up this wall? I haven't been outside to know if they've blown anything up yet. Surely you would have heard about it if explosions had gone off. We know there's some infiltrators from the north right now anyway. That definitely are not us. Uh, He says, Not us. The infiltrators are the least of our worries right now. uh, You think it's the guys that are betraying us, like your captain? He says, the merchant lords always fight amongst themselves. It's, it's part of the game that they play while they're in power. But the knights of the merchant lords are supposed to be a sacred duty. They're, they're neutral, set to protect the people of Torelia. If someone is rallying the knights against a merchant lord like Singri, then we could have a civil war on our hands. Well, how do we stop the civil war from going on? Is your captain... Uh, Mr. Talon, he's a bad guy, I presume. Uh, Talon Goldfinger. Yes, he's the captain of the Knights of the Merchant Lords, but I doubt he's the one in charge of this. If you really want to help me, we need to protect Singri and make sure that he's able to rule this city. I have a question. Yes. Do you think the mastermind behind this conspiracy could be some diabolical abyssal monster creature that eats the baby? That seems unlikely. Uh, I'm going to kind of like lean back to Isaac. Just like, I don't think this guy. (laughs) I mean, I don't really want to be involved in politics either, but these are people issues. We're here to kill monsters that eat the baby. But we should still help Rave's brother. Are you not mercenaries? I'm having a private conversation, sir. This room is like five feet across. Yeah, and I'm being private about it, so be polite and don't mention it. I mean, hey, you be polite. You watch the way you talk to my brother. <laughs> mercenary work said. is kind of new for us. They are but small babies. Not new for me. Like, how okay. old are you guys? Like, It's new 16? for me. <laughs> I'm 27. Eh, babies. Like, a middle-aged man, by human eh. standards. Babies. Do you have no desire to stop this city from falling to chaos i do if the thing bringing the chaos is a giant monster creature if it's just people uh, eh? okay Kako, i know i know how to i know how to get through to you 
Uh-huh. You save a whole town. They all know your name. They all buy your books. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I mean, right now you're just, you know. You don't save the city. Everybody dies. No one's left to buy your books. I tap my forehead. Think about it. Also, Lessa could have her first, like, real mission. Lessa uh, has had a real mission. He hope yeah. this go on a fucking uh, the mind flare. All right. Her second mission, which is even cooler than the first. I'll think of First, I need the other thing solved. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to cut off his arm. No. Or chuck him into an alternate dimension. No. I guess that's what things. everybody hey. else has been saying. Shh, don't wait. Shut the fuck up while we're in here. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. Oh. We'll talk about it later. Well, what should we do about your brother? Subtle. Should he just lay low here with the ravens until he's better healed? And then maybe we can have him help us figure out where we're supposed to go in the meantime. You healthy enough to go on an adventure? Uh, and I, smi- I smile at Alvap. <laughs> he says, put a sword in my hand and point me in the direction of evil and I'll fight anything it takes. And he coughs up a little more blood. There's uh-huh. no way he's healthy enough for this. I meant... Uh, Are you uh, healthy enough to go on an adventure without mom yelling at me? Oh, you know mom. She'll yell about anything. It's her superpower after all. Your mom is dumb. That is, power. she doesn't. She doesn't. She just has seven sons. She got real good at yelling at all of us, having <laughs> seven of us in line. <laughs> I mean, the youngest of my brothers is nineteen. Like she's really good at yelling. Is the crow man still in this room? He's standing outside the doorway. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go talk to him real quick. He looks at you, uh, and he looks you up and down. And he says, "Are you done?" I would very much appreciate it if you leave this sanctuary. Oh, I don't know if they're done yet. How would we go about finding or killing them eyes? Typically, they find you before you find them. <laughs> I, I have heard similar uh, sentiments. But anyway, if you really want to, to find the eyes, it's best to know who they're after and get to their target before they can. I don't like the implication that that has for me. Your group has caught the attention of both mine and I'm sure theirs. Plucky group of heroes taking down a so-called demon lord in the city of Bogsbottom. Sir, I am a professional. I am not plucky. And it was not a so-called demon lord. It was a demon. I walked back into the room. Good, I'm <laughs> My protege killed the shit out of it. <laughs> Can I go I, over I think it? it was Wiz who killed the shit out of it. Uh... Yeah, and I did actually was the last break. That's not what it's going to say in my fucking book, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm He's not going to argue with what happens in your book. I'm going to head over to the leader guy now that Kako's done talking, and I'm going to be like, hey, <laughs> this is just a heads up from me to you. I don't know how secure this place really is, but you should really move it somewhere else. Like, just pick it up and move it. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the most secure place in all of the city. Right, I believe little to worry about unless you have brought villains to our lair. No, I have not specifically brought villains, but they may or may (laughs) not be really looking at us. We're very, I don't, some people use flamboyant when they refer to me. So I just, I just think I really draw a lot of attention and they may or may not know that you are here. Uh, Make a persuasion check. Okay. Oh no. I, uh, I'm just trying to get him to a safer place. 
persuasion. That's a 17. He looks at you, he says, I will make sure the necessary precautions are taken. If you believe that you're being followed, I really wish you would have stayed away from here. There's so much more at stake than you realize. I hope to know more. I'm very ignorant of everything around me <laughs> at all times. <laughs> I say with a chipper, not chipper attitude, I walk away. <laughs> what, what, what's at stake? He says, this city is at war with itself. There are those who would desire free democracy in the city, yet those at the top are keeping the rest of this city down working from the shadows to make sure that we can't claim a piece of this pie for ourselves. I seek to fight against that, as does the rest of my group. Well, I'm in if you ever need somebody, you know, to help. You don't have the look of a revolutionary. That's what most people say. But I can be very persuasive in power. So if you ever need somebody that can like, and I set out some little sparks from my hand. Precedentation. I can definitely light a fire. He looks at you and he says, assuming this job goes well, I may have more work for you in future. Cool. We'll see. If you uh, ever want to make a deal with the Fae, you know where to find me. Certainly. Uh, I walk away. Avop uh, grabs your hand, Rave. Yeah. Um, and says, clearly I am in no position to fight. I'll need your help, Rave. I have been waiting 31 years for you to say that. <laughs> Out of all our family, you're the second strongest. Uh, probably first strongest, but it's fine. <laughs> I need you. You're to probably take... dying, so I'll let I'll let that one go. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for giving me a little humility on my deathbed. <laughs> uh huh. I've already talked with Alpha, and I've I've gotten the job set up. I've put in the paperwork. You're gonna be a bodyguard for Singri. He's having a party tomorrow night. I need you to make sure that nothing happens that ends his life. Oh my god, there's so much that could go wrong at one of his parties. Have you been to one of Singri's parties? One? Mob would not be proud to hear that. Don't fucking <laughs> tell her. Fair enough. I'm sorry, what are these parties like? Oh my god, they pop off. <laughs> so, we should stop the popping. Stop explosions, maybe. Oh, I didn't even, that was so insensitive. <laughs> What? Because <laughs> he just... He, um, oh, just <laughs> well, um, sorry about your brother. Uh, geez, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I have to go see somebody but a guy. So to clarify, are we all going to be bodyguarding at this... Uh... Oh, yeah, are all of us doing that? I've put in the request for your group. I guess... See. The four of you work for me. <laughs> I grab the spare pillow near him and I just gently place it over his head. Uh, are you killing him? <laughs> I'm not killing him. I'm messing with I would never kill him. I saw the light. <laughs> I didn't even push it. I just placed it on his face. Mother, I'm coming. Mom's not here. I smack him with the pillow. Oh, oof. Oh. oh my god, it's a freaking pillow. My sword wounds. Oh my god. You can tell he's hamming it up. Are you staying here or are you going home? I'm in no condition to move. I'll stay here as long as Alpha will have me. Right, Alpha? And he gives Alpha a thumbs up and Alpha looks back and says, You need to leave as soon as you're well. <laughs> oh, he's a good guy, Alpha. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, well now that I've made sure your brother's okay, well... 
okay-ish. Should we head back and get out of here and then sneak into a party? Oh, we're not sneaking into a party. We're working it as yeah. bodyguards. Were you not listening? He did wander off a couple times, so I don't think he was. This is true. I've been I kind thought, of like pacing. I thought listening was my problem. I okay. get really nervous when I can't see the sky. <laughs> okay. We were underground in that city for a long time, and I have PTSD. Also, we should just get out of here. Right, yes, we should leave as soon as we can. I hug my brother goodbye. That. I hug my brother goodbye. <laughs> and we leave. I leave. You guys can leave too if you want. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm leaving. I don't yeah. think we're going to have a choice. We're going to get thrown out if we don't. <laughs> we leave. As you go to leave, Avop calls you back, Rave. Oh, yeah. Hey. My stuff's in the corner. Take anything that might help you. I loot my brother. <laughs> Uh, you go through his stuff. Uh, there's a, a heavy kite shield in here, uh, as well as some plate armor, a plus one longsword, and 200 gold pieces. Damn. All of that. Dude, I'm taking your money and your sword. <laughs> you know this sword by name. It's called Longtooth. It's a plus one sword that deals acid damage, and it's your brother's trusty sword. It was a gift from your father after he graduated from the Knights Academy. I'm taking all your cash. Yes, whatever you need. Well, now I feel, but I don't even need the money. I, I'm just taking it. If it'll help you, then take it. <laughs> all right, I love you. Know you. Me. I'm, I'm a generous person. I'm taking Longtooth. It will serve you better than it can serve me here. Just keep it safe for me. Dad will get pissed if you nick it. I'll tell him you did it. <laughs> Who's going to believe <laughs> <laughs> he chuckles to himself as he as he slowly like drifts to sleep. I make sure he's actually asleep, and then I kiss him on his forehead, and then I leave. He yeah, can't he, be awake for that. He's asleep. All right. He can never know. He can never know <laughs> my real affection for him. <laughs> All right. You guys leave this small room, and Alpha escorts you back to the platform where the thrones are. You can see the two people still going over the map. And he gestures you towards the rope ladder that you originally climbed up. I climbed down it. Everybody climbs down the rope ladder. And as you walk through the entryway that you came through and step towards the caved-in wall, you portal back to the surface. And as you are standing in this dark alley, you can see Jakar standing at the end of it. Lovely bunch, that group, aren't they? Oh, they were quite rude. I yes. liked them. I think I joined them. <laughs> Don't let them get to your head. They're very full of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Very edgy. Oh, yes. Why do you think I don't associate with them anymore? They're all, let's hide in a dark corner in a tavern and skulk around. Well, it sounded like you didn't have a choice. Any, when they, you, they said you aren't allowed there. What'd you do? She turns her head and she says, that's none of your concern. She walks away. Telepathically, <laughs> what'd you do? Get out of my head, Rafe. Nah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Gather round, ladies and gentlemen, and join us for another exciting installment of The Bounty Board. As always, I am your Dungeon Master of Ceremonies, Mike. Welcome to episode 14. We're starting to kick this plot into gear as some of the pieces are laid out on the chessboard. There's 
a lot more intrigue and mystery in this arc, so hopefully that's exciting to listen along to at home. Please excuse any audio issues you may encounter during this episode. Half of it was recorded remotely, while the other half was recorded in person. Uh, so you might notice after this that the audio quality is a little different. That's uh, just one of the things we have to deal with in these times that are the early 20s. If you'd like to support the show, uh, please give us a follow on Twitter. Allie, a.k.a. Wiz, has taken over the uh, social media duties for the show, and she's been posting a lot of real fun stuff. Stuff from polls, different memes. She even started doing a bunch of artwork for people's D&D characters. That was fucking cool. All kinds of stuff. So if you want to interact with us here at the show, we'd love to have you follow us or tweet at us using the hashtag TroublePod. We'd really appreciate it. Also, we recently passed 100 followers, which is super exciting. We can't thank you guys enough. If you like the show, consider giving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser, wherever you can leave a review. Anything helps get the word out, and we super appreciate it. As always, our theme music is Light Years From Home by the awesome musician Andromeda. If you like the track, they've got a ton of awesome bangers over on their Bandcamp at andromeda.bandcamp.com. Go give them some love. They're always posting new stuff, and it's always awesome. Until next time, enjoy the show. You guys are currently standing in the alleyway as Jakar walks away and disappears into the darkness of the alleys. The magic that was powering the portal into the Raven's Court has now dissipated, closing that portal behind you. And you're alone in this alleyway, standing in the dark. Okay, bye. (laughs) There's no response. (laughs) It's absolutely silent. Okay, so we're going to guard somebody. The big guy? Yeah, so like the party's tomorrow night. If we're bodyguards, shouldn't we go like inspect the facilities or something? Also, Wiz, please don't call him a big guy to his face. He is a gnome. I think he might be offended. <laughs> oh, no. He's a gnome? Yes. And that is also a, it's a point of contention. Don't worry about it. Okay. Are people going to get maybe it upset might be with us because all of a sudden we have a job protecting the most powerful person in the city? Well, Dibby Joes. I don't think... Any of the other guilds are going to really care because it's not like we can bring Singri's head home and mount it on the wall. That's a good point. Also, if he's a gnome, it wouldn't be very impressive. Okay. (laughs) Interesting point of view, Kako. I suppose it is. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to, well, bringing up Kako's point again, should we like go to the party and kind of like scout it out ahead of time? See if there's any, like, booby traps. I mean, do we have time if it's tomorrow night? It's night now. Yeah. Where's the party at? It's at Singri's Manor in the uh, Outer Ring in the Noble District. We yeah, we're not, not able getting to get into in. his yeah. manor. Well, let's go back to the Axe for now and pick up our paperwork that says we can get in there. And then when we get in there, we'll scout it out. Okay. Yeah, so you guys walk through these dark alleyways. And it's a lot darker than when you were in here during the daytime. 
now that the sun has begun, begun to go down in the sky, there's kind of a foreboding atmosphere in these alleys, and it's very easy to get turned around. Uh, Kako, make a survival check for me. <laughs> um, that's a one. <laughs> Do you want to help him? Uh, Ashvale is my favorite terrain. Okay, <laughs> like, go why, ahead and roll to help him. Why would I not? Oh, that's much better. It's a 21. Uh, yeah, you see Kako... Uh, begin to turn in the wrong direction. Just grab him by his collar. <laughs> and you grab him and point him towards the direction of the city streets out back into the main part of town. However, as you guys are walking down this alleyway, you hear the sounds of, of like a thudding coming from behind you. Is like, like pavement kind of like footsteps thudding or like like something rumbling? Thudding. Make a perception check. Well, okay. Can we all? Yeah, everyone can make uh, a perception. Like, is it loud enough that I hear it clearly, or is it, like... Yeah, I would say, I mean, it's it's faint, so take so, that with the, as you will. So barely, okay. 21. 10. It's perception, right? Yes. So, here's the deal. I have a negative one in wisdom, <laughs> but I got a nat 20. It's, there's no critical successes. In <laughs> not in, not in, invest, in skill checks. So, 19. <laughs> can I do perception to see if I notice them? Noticing? Why don't you roll perception with disadvantage? Okay. This is a stupid idea. 11. No, you don't notice anything. Isaac and Kako, you hear the distinct sounds of footsteps coming from behind you. And as you turn to look in that direction, you hear more footsteps coming from the other direction. I draw my javelin. Well, why are you pulling out your javelin? I need you guys to know. Rave has not noticed you guys noticing shit. She's still walking. Okay. I'm going to quietly and calmly say there are strangers afoot. How quietly we are in are danger. You, how quietly are you saying this? About this quietly. Oh. As as though I were like standing I'd say you next can to you. Okay, I can hear that. Then. Do, yeah. do we intuit that we're in danger? I, I explicitly say we may be in danger. <laughs> With your you. perception check, you can tell that there are two groups coming in, in your direction. Oh no, it's a rumble. We gotta get out of here. It's the sharks and the jets. We're, we're interfering. Uh, you are currently... There's nowhere to run. Oh, fuck. You are currently in a long stretch of alleyway, and as you go and say you need to run, you see figures standing on either sides of this alleyway. Does anybody have a smoke bomb? I have lights. <laughs> Can't you literally turn into a cloud of smoke? No. <gasps> I can create a literal fog cloud. Why didn't I think I, of that I, before? Ooh, ooh, no, okay. See? What happens if I cast light on, like, a handful of sand? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. Uh, That's, every every single particle part of sand yeah. turns into a little light and you just... That's kind of my hope. Bomb. It's I mean, a flash bomb. So, I mean, if you... Pocket sand. Stay down. The object itself gives off the light so i'd say that if you cast light on a bunch of sand as no. soon as you throw it and that scatters it's not going to like cause a, a bunch of light that light will kind of dissipate with each particle sure i guess i was i wasn't expecting it to be like but like fireworks almost <laughs> I don't know. It, you'd probably like it'd probably be really bright for like a second as you throw it but then as the sand spreads across it we get dimmer it'll distract the aim for the eyes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Pocket sand. <laughs> um, I do have fog cloud, though, if we want to, like, escape in the mist. Okay, let's save that until we know whether or not we can kill them. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I forgot I have arcane gate. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I have pulled out my axe walk and I'm arcane gate. looking. I'm facing still forward. Okay. That's where, that's where I'm at. 
Okay, yeah. Axe is ready. Javelin drawn. I'm gonna pull on my flute. Okay. In case Taco, they're friendly. Are you facing the way we were going or the way we came from? I'm gonna face the way we were going. Shit. What I'm already facing that way. Okay, I'm gonna face away then. I'll stand well, no, in the I middle. Just, we're all in the middle. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of all in the middle as these two sides are coming towards you. Alright, Isaac, are you prepping? Yeah, I'm just gonna grab like some pebbles, cast light, and just kind of toss them at their feet. Who's feet? <laughs> You're casting light on some pebbles and throwing them like forward. Yeah. yeah, so as you grab this handful of pebbles and cast light on them, you throw them forward and the whole alleyway kind of illuminates as these pebbles fly through the sky. And as they spread apart, they kind of dissipate and land at the feet of these figures who are standing kind of ominously a good distance away from you. But as it lights up, you can see two hooded figures wearing sackcloth hoods with the symbol of an eye painted onto the center of it. Oh, look, Kako, it's your friend. Oh, yay. All right. Uh, I'm going... Oh, I was just going to antagonize them. Oh, I was going to do the opposite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, greetings. Hello. How are, how are you? Where is the Raven's Court? I don't know, under the, gra- under the ground over there somewhere. How do you enter it? I don't know. There's like a magic thing. We saw you enter and leave. Yeah, but we had a person with us. And if you saw us enter and leave, you should have seen how we entered and left. It wasn't our doing. Yeah. That's I mean, a great point. I don't have anything to hide from you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cast, um, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion to the opposite end of the alleyway. 60 feet ahead, I'm going to make it look like a sewer pops open with a little bit of magic sparkling out of it. Look, that's the entrance over there. <laughs> I'm going to say to uh, Make a performance check. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm magic. I would know. <laughs> I uh, give you barbarian inspiration. <laughs> 15. Uh, the person who is talking nudges their companion. Check it out. And that companion runs off in the direction of your illusion. I won't fool him for long. We don't have to be adversarial here. Then tell us. Who was the woman you were with? I don't actually know her. She was a weird bird lady. Yeah, that was the first I time we met. Doing them everything. How many bird ladies are there in the city? There's got to be hundreds. No. Or at least dozens. Probably. Dozens is still like, narrowing down a corporation that works from How the many? shadows that can find everybody in the look, city. Look, I, I'm not going to lie to them because I already forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> the companion who ran off to check the sewer reaches the illusion and as she touches it it dissipates and she yells back hey hey boss it was a fake are you sure you should check again <laughs> i'm she turns and she checks again <laughs> and then she turns back and says, no i'm i'm pretty sure it was a fake <laughs> and she comes running back to the side of her companion well it is a magic entrance so they may have spoofs and duplicates do you know the, the password I just want to know how many hooded figures there are around us. As you look around the alleyway, you see two directly in front of you, and then two more behind you, boxing you into this alley. Oh, are only dude, four of them? we could take that. Yeah, I thought it was like a crowd of people. Yeah. Are you ready to rage? Yeah. Well, let's let's hold off until like, you know, maybe we can talk our way out of this, or talk no, our way. Seduce one. That might help. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you not to do that. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> I'll say again, who was the woman you were with? Look, I don't know her name. Liar. I'm not a liar. She wouldn't have led just anyone into the Raven's Court. Well, yeah, I'm a pretty big deal. 
But that doesn't mean she's a big, a big deal. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who he is? I'm Kako Iheo. We know who you are. So Kako, I- Rave, Wiz, Isaac. I've had enough of this. Everyone attack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, rage. No. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, and yeah, let's roll initiative. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He's so angry. This is actually oh. This is what I wanted. I got a seven. Liz got a 13. <laughs> 14. Hey. Hey. We've got a 19 for initiative, by the way. 19. All right. So first in the initiative order is the leader of this group who no. was talking. Uh, he draws a short sword, and as it does, it kind of drips with green bile. And he runs directly towards you, Rave, and swings his short sword in your direction. That's a hit. So that's nine piercing damage and six poison damage. And he readies his sword for another attack, which he misses. Yeah, hell yeah, he does. And you can now see him up close, and he's basically wearing a potato sack with an eye painted crudely on it. Uh, With that, Rave, you are up. Yeah, raging. And now, the leader who had the audacity to hit me, I'm attacking him with my axe. That's a 19. That's a hit. That's 12 damage. I'm going to do my extra attack. And that's a nat 20 plus 8. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, nice crit. Which means I get to roll. Oh my god, this is amazing. He's going to die. <laughs> so, because... This is the life of a barbarian. I have brutal critical. I get to roll the weapon hit again. That's 25. 25. Ooh. Damn. Getting hard. Um, so nice having a tank in the group now. <laughs> I don't have to do any work. I want to aim for his tummy, and then when I'm done hitting him, I want to spit on him. <laughs> yeah, you run up uh, to this man who just attacked you, and with your axe drawn, slam it in his direction. And the first hit knocks him off balance, and as you slam him in the gut with your second hit, it explodes with blood that pours out onto the floor of this alleyway. And you look him in where his face would be, and you spit onto his potato sack as he nurses his gaping wound in his chest. Goddamn. I spit in your eye. Oh, anybody that they attack besides me until my next turn has resistance against their attack. Okay. So I guess he has disadvantage against anybody besides me. Isaac, <laughs> oh you're up. God. I'm going to cast Flame Strike. Yeah, cast Flame Strike on the two behind the leader of the group. They need to make... Dex saves. Dex saves. Versus what spell save DC? Uh, DC 17. That's one pass. Oh, so close. <laughs> he has no bonus in Dex. He fails. There are two figures that you are currently casting the spell at. One of them is more humanoid in shape. The other one is kind of hunched over. The humanoid figure jumps out of the way of this attack, so he misses the brunt of the damage, but the hulking figure uh, is not quick enough to step out of the way and takes the full force of it. Half 46 fire, 46 radiant, and I'm going to add my charisma bonus to the radiant damage. (laughs) That doesn't get much better than that. That's almost all sixes. 
16 radiant and 19 fire. 35 damage total and 17 for <laughs> the figure who passed. <laughs> What's the point of me if you can just do that? <laughs> I only got up to 25 because I critted. Please protect no, me. No, I'm the strong one. You're Please the strong one. All, all of you can protect me, okay? Please don't fight. <laughs> no, no fight. I was gonna, I was gonna say I'm completely non-magical, but I have a ghost in me. The woman who was previously distracted sees her companion take the the damage from Rave's critical hit, and she immediately uh, begins glowing with a white light and casts healing word on her companion. Is she gonna move at all? No, uh, she's staying where she is. Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm gonna it's- use counter spell. Okay. You attempt to interrupt a creature in the in the process of casting a spell. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, its spell fails and has no effect. If it's casting a spell of fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a success, the creature's spell fails and has no effect. Having seen people get healed before, as that's kind of <laughs> your forte, uh, you see this white light and immediately cast counterspell in that direction. And the white light that she's casting disappears immediately. And she looks at her hands, confused, and then looks in your direction and like drops her head a little bit. <laughs> Aw, she, she got sad. <laughs> Wiz is up. Hell yeah. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Ice Storm on the two eye minions that are attacking Kako and Isaac and I'm gonna blow wind as a bonus action in the direction of the ones that are attacking me and Rave. Trying to like push them back so they have to fight against the wind to get to us. So everybody in the ice storm radius needs to make a dexterity saving throw. What's the spell save DC? 16. Oh so close. Fail. And the guy who failed last time fails again. Oh, wow, that's really good. 15 bludgeoning damage from the ice falling down. 15 cold damage. Hailstones have turned uh, Storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of my next turn. Yeah, you cast this, this ice spell and start pelting them with wind and ice. And as they're bludgeoned, you see the humanoid standing figure narrowly dodge each of these attacks that are coming in his direction, only getting hit by a few of these ice shards. But the hulking figure that previously failed to dodge Isaac's spell takes the full force of it. And you can tell he's he's having trouble just getting hit over and over and over again. Uh, the figure who has nimbly dodged out of the way of both of Isaac's and Wiz's attacks runs up to Isaac. Uh, as he's running in your direction, he draws a long sword in one hand and a short sword in the other. Oh, lovely. He runs at you with his swords drawn and slashes you at the same time as he runs up to you, kind of making a scissoring motion in your direction, and both of these blades cut into your skin. Ow. That's 11 damage from the lo- slashing damage from the long sword. Seven slashing damage from the short sword. No, it's not. I'm going to use my spirit shield. Going to reduce it by 3d6. Damn. It's 10 less than whatever he said. So it was 
18, so 8 damage. You see, like, this mighty blow come in your direction, and almost as if saved by a spirit from beyond, the blades are blocked against your skin. Like, pat myself down. <laughs> almost as if. And you can see a posture of confusion wash over the person who attacked you. <laughs> you need to work out more. <laughs> Kako, you're up. <laughs> okay. How is the large gentleman in the back looking? The worst out of all the groups? The worst out of all the groups. Cool. I'm going to cast Lightning Arrow and throw my javelin at him. Okay. That is a 22? Yes. Okay. 31 damage. 31 damage? Yes. Are you going for the kill? Uh, yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> no. No. I mean, do what you want, but do you also want to be wanted for murder in this small city where these guys pop up all the time? And we are about to, we're supposed to go have a job for the king of the city. Do you want to be a wanted criminal? I mean, they're attacking they us, us, though. Okay. No, do that's what, a good Do point. what your heart tells you. Is it possible to to severely injure him without killing him? Yes. All you have to do is state non-lethal or lethal. Okay, cool. I'd like to put the javelin through his kneecap. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, you hurl this javelin, and with pinpoint precision, uh, it stabs him right through the knee, pinning him to the ground, and he is then electrocuted by this <laughs> lightning, and you can see the skeletal structure of this enemy kind of flash with electricity <clears throat> as he falls to the ground backwards, unconscious. Was, was he human? Uh, based on his skeletal structure, no. What was he? He had a very lizard-like appearance. Oh, okay, that's fine. Well, he's not going to be adventuring anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Groovy, do we know any lizards? I, I don't. Rave, do we know any lizards in town? That's like asking, do you know any humans? Or, l allow me to clarify my question. Are there <laughs> any like lizards in the adventure parties that we might have... Is this the appropriate time? No, I guess not. We'll wait until we unmask him before we figure out if we know him. <laughs> oh, I forgot you're in rage. You should just be like <laughs> super pissed. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> okay. For half a second, I turn and point my exit Kako. And I turn back. <laughs> we are back at the top of the order. It is the leader's turn. He is going to, clutching his wounds, still attack you, Rave. Okay. <laughs> Bold. That's a hit for his first attack and a hit for his second attack. Is this like piercing, slashing, bludgeoning? It is piercing damage. I'm resistant. Okay. <clears throat> to all of the above. Yeah. I'm having a great time. <laughs> so that's 18 piercing damage. Yeah. Half of that is nine. nine. And then six poison damage. Rave, you're up. I'm going to slash. Go ahead. I would like to choose to attack recklessly. What does that so do? So I get advantage. Okay. But they get advantage against me until my next turn. Okay. That makes it a 23. That's a hit. So that's 14 damage for the first attack. Mm -hmm. That is a 26 for the next attack. Is that a hit? I know, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> and that's 10 damage for the second one. 24 damage total? Yes. 
you come at this man with your axes again and slice them in his direction and you hit him hard again non-lethally just um, in case he is still standing okay. from your blows I just, I don't want to have to state that every time I will be attacking non-lethally sure. going forward. Isaac, you're up. Mr. Person that attacked me, I'm going to retaliate. I'm going to draw my sword and use green flame blade, which sure. I feel like we've established, yeah, we've established is not green. It is just... <laughs> yeah, we just call the spell. Yeah. The spell is called green flame blade, but he's flavored it differently. Yeah. He just can't call it flame blade because that's another spell. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm gonna make it. Red flame blade? <laughs> I would say white flame blade, but then it's just like, I don't know, it seems boring. Magic boy, how complicated. About iridescent flame blade. Or light blade. So it's. Light blade. <laughs> Rainbow blade! Lightsaber. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing already? 13? That's not a hit. Is that it? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we all swing and a miss. The woman who previously attempted to heal her companion is going to change her course of direction. And instead, she holds her hands up and begins to summon balls of magical energy that float above her head. And she casts magic missile. Counterspell? Counterspell. How many spell slots do you actually have? This left? is my last one. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and you're counting fifth at the level. top fifth level? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is a fourth level she's casting the set. So it is once again dispelled. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's just going home. She's quitting after this. <laughs> she's like, I'm resigning. Wiz, you are up. Guys, I'm out of spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? Don't worry, just take like a five minute nap. You'll be great. As I watched Kako electrocute that guy and he passed out, I'm going to follow his lead and I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Jesus. At whom? Yeah. This That's going to hit Brave. Can uh, you take it? Wait, There's take no space that. for you to fit between those two. <laughs> you would have to move Brave out of the what, way. Would that be an effect I can see? What is it? What do what? what is there a way to dodge it? Is it like dexterity? Yeah. I think it's a dexterity. It's dex. It will be Dex. Because I have advantage. Okay. If you want to take that damage. It's 8d6. You're going to get hit no matter what. That's the thing. I'll just hit the guy in the back. I think it's also worth pointing out that uh, we're probably going to have a long rest after this fight. I've got 63 points left. All right. Okay, Go I'm gonna it. hit. Both I'm willing to take a chance. Yeah, you position yourself in between Kako and Rave, and ready this lightning bolt that you're just going to pass right through Rave. <laughs> now, Rave. This is gonna okay, be sick. I'm gonna bring up something, and if it doesn't work, let me know. Rave was acting recklessly, and any attack against her gets advantage. Is it any attack or just the person who attacked you? But it's not. This isn't an attack. It's a save. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I might rule that it's going to give her disadvantage. It just says attack rolls against me. It specifically says attack rolls? Yes. Then no, he, she doesn't have disadvantage. Okay, then you should be okay. So I still have advantage against, if it's a deck save. If you have a feature that allows that, yes. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead, take Did, a dexterity save. <laughs> um, just imagining you like placing your hand on her back. And I did just notice that Sending a lightning bolt <laughs> Uh, oh, so first well, why, up is... I wasn't looking. You have to be the 16. What's the spell save, DC? 16. 16. So the leader passes. 
he succeeds on his deck save. The mage who was casting spells, probably not going to succeed. Uh, no, she does not succeed. In- can I use my inspiration? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I rolled a two, a three, and a four. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's not going to beat a 16. <laughs> no, it's, can I add them together? That still doesn't beat a 16. <laughs> and Wiz, is this non-lethal? This, yeah, this was specified non-lethal. Okay. All right. Don't bite your tongue. Hit me with them, FBB. Sure. Where's my bardic inspiration? Sorry. Need these real quick. Go for it. What are there for? I am deceased. <laughs> okay. So, after this fight, we're going to bed. <laughs> 31? 31 damage? Yes. Oh my god. I'm still perfectly healthy. As the, as the total? Yes. I cannot believe everyone is still alive. I basically Sorry. have wizard health now. <laughs> <laughs> I fully expected that mage to die. Actually, I expected both of them to go down. Now, how is he looking after being electrocuted? Both of them are not looking great. Oh. Okay. <laughs> a little puff of smoke comes out of his No, I meant like, mouth. how are they looking? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, well, they're wearing bags on their heads, Wiz. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's why I decided not to seduce them, because I was like, oh, I can't really see their face. And which I don't, one really, I don't do really know that. what I'm getting into here. <laughs> <laughs> they take off the mask, yeah. it really is a potato head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Potato I can't head. use Spirit Shield on myself, can I? It says a creature you can see, so probably not me. Quick, use mirror. <laughs> Just look down the whole time. You are a creature. Can you see yourself? If yes. So yes. Yes. <gasps> well, it's only seven, but that's that's fine. Now I'm a very buff wizard. Sorry about say that. shocking you. <laughs> so the uh, humanoid figure who has been sparring with Isaac is going to attack you again with his short sword and long sword. Plus, I mean, unconscious boy there can't do anything. So that's one person. That's skipped. a hit. So, of course it is. It's almost the round. That's two hits. That's six slashing damage from his longsword. And eight slashing damage from his short sword. Show us your All tough right. face. Uh, Kako, you're up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the gentleman attacking Isaac. And I'm going to bop him twice with my axe, non-lethally. Okay. <laughs> 23. That's a hit. 22. Definitely not a hit on the 22. I mean, come on. <laughs> Get your shit together. God, sorry, I just, I just don't know what's up with these rolls today. In a turn of events, the 22 hits, the 23 does not, actually. <laughs> I can't do anything to stop those. Those are both hits. Those are both hits. Cool, 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 cool. That's 13 damage. Oh, if possible, done. I would like to make the attempt to cut off his nose. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, you can't really see his nose. I know where the nose is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you slash your axe in his direction, and he parries it out of the way, and you catch him in the shoulder as mm. he does. He's, you're not able to cut his nose off with uh, how much health he has. Because he doesn't have one, because he's a potato head. <laughs> don't, don't assume the potato sex gender uh, identity. Purple is out, so it is uh-huh. back at the top of the round with the leader of the group. With he the, uh, is still going to keep attacking. As he should. He is not backing down. As he should not. He, he absolutely should. <laughs> if he knew anything that was good for him. I'll kick his ass. 
He casts darkness Fuck. over oh. the center of the arena where you guys are fighting. And arena. Well, the alley where you guys are fighting. Yeah. Magical darkness spreads from a point he chooses within a range that fills a 15-foot radius sphere. The darkness spreads around corners, and creatures with dark vision can't see through this darkness. And Rave, you can tell that he is moving as you hear shuffling in the darkness, but he is no longer within your reach as he disappears through the darkness. Bye bye. Is that a good? That's, um, this is bullshit. I can't rely on my eyes. I can't. Can I taste him? Rave, no. it is your turn. Taste Use echolocation by screaming to find out his whereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to delay my turn until. The end of the round. Uh, Isaac, you're up. I'm going to use Sword Burst. You create a momentary circle of spectral blades that sweep around you. Each creature within range other than you must succeed on a deck saving throw or take force damage. That's five feet. So, so everyone <laughs> except Rave. Yep. Yeah. Ha ha. Deck save. What's the spell save, DC? Six, 17. 17. Wow, oh. you have a high spell save. We're DC. making this as well. Yeah, Kako yeah. and Wiz both need to make deck saving throws. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> oh no. I got a one. Oh no. You're throwing I'm, your sword? I'm sorry that Kako's gonna die. No, it's fine. I have. <laughs> I a, have it's a cantrip. I it's hope you don't die. For Wiz. I can take 68 12 inch shells. I'll what be was fine. it? 16. And he, he just barely passes with the 17. What a dick. <laughs> oh no. Am I the other one that failed? Yeah. Uh, no. no, I failed. Oh, oh yeah. Isaac and Wiz both. Uh, not Wiz. Isaac yeah, and Kako failed just real failed. bad though. Eleven force damage. Is is it halved for people who saved or just not? <laughs> the the verbiage is exactly. Each creature within range, other than you, must succeed on a deck saving throw or take force damage. So they don't. He doesn't take any damage. Then. That's how yeah. I'm reading this. Yeah, so he doesn't take any damage. Fucking garbage. Oh no. Yeah, he he steps out of the way of your your spinning blades I just barely. Immediately regret this decision. Isaac just walked in here like, haha, kill your friends. What was the damage you did, Isaac? Eleven. Eleven. It is the mage's turn to act, but nothing happens. Okay. My disappointment is immeasurable. Oh, he ran away. And my day is ruined. Wiz, you are up. As a bonus action, I'm going to give out Bardic Inspiration to everybody. Probably should have done that before. <laughs> but that's just a 1d6 for you. It's not an actual, like, re-roll. It's just a 1d6 oh. on top of your roll. Not being able to see sucks, so... I guess Wiz is just going to cast Fly on himself and fly up. How high can you fly? I have a speed of 60 feet now. Yep. So yeah, I'm going to go 60 feet up. Yeah, you fly through the top of this sphere of darkness, appearing out the top, and as you float above it, looking down at the swirling darkness that encompasses your friends, you can see the passed-out humanoid figure that Kako attacked. You can see the mage uh, kneeling on the ground with the commander of the party laid out on the ground, like nursing his, his wound on the ground, laying next to uh, the mage. Can I relay that message? You can yell if you want. Yeah, I want to yell. I'm like, hey, they're like down the alleyway. We were walking when we first went just about 15 degrees to the right. <laughs> okay. Shoot that way. Non-lethally. The, the commander yells uh, through the darkness, get out of there. And 
the humanoid figure that has been fighting with Isaac disengages and disappears into the darkness. Wiz, you can see him appear on the other end of the darkness and walk up to uh, his friend who was knocked out. And then the mage begins to summon a ball of fire in her hands. Oh, no. Oh, dear. And she throws a fireball into the center of this darkness. Well, at least it lights it up for a minute. (laughs) Damn, does that hit me? It's a 20-foot sphere, so no, you wouldn't get hit by it. Because you're 60 feet in the air. Okay. So I need Kako... Isaac and Rave all to make dexterity saves. My danger sense even specifically says I have to... I can see it because it's fire, right? You can't see anything. But it's fire, so I'll be able to see it when it's coming at me. No, you see it when it hits you, and that's about it. You said dexterity? Dexterity save. Uh Uh-oh. Just going to go ahead and use that bardic inspiration. Oh, no. Was that your bardic inspiration? It was. Oh, it was. I'm glad I could help. <laughs> that wasn't the roll, was it? That was the roll? Oh, uh, no. All right, Kako, what did you roll? 20. 23. And Isaac? Three. Three? Oh, no. That's not great, my boy. <laughs> Is this lethal damage? It was a one one plus one plus one. Just have everybody know that was a nat one. That's rough. It's going to hurt. I'm probably going to go down. Fireball is 8d6. At fourth level, that's 9d6. So 9d6. I'm just going to use a computer to roll that. I don't have that many dice. Uh, Is it more than forty-seven? No. Oh, you're not. You're still up, <laughs> Isaac. You take thirty-nine <laughs> points of oh. fire damage from this fireball spell, and everybody who saves, you guys take nineteen points of damage. Yikes! Hey, I'm w- in the watch single out. digits. I say, uh, I would like to present the mage with an Uno reverse card. <laughs> no, you. I already used up mine. Not so fun being on the other end of that one, is it? <laughs> yeah, listeners, last time I played a fire sorcerer. <laughs> All right, Kako, you're up. Okay, I'm going to walk 15 feet forward. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike. At second level, the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack, before the spell ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appear at the point of impact, and the target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Large creatures have an advantage. While restrained by this spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each turn. Because it's on second level, it's 2d6. Creature restrained by the vines, or one that can touch the creature, can use an action to make a strength check. Against your save DC. On a success, the target is freed. Okay, yeah. Cool. So uh, I'm going to swing with my axe. I get a 20. That's a hit. Okay. Does a 9 hit? No. Okay. So he takes 4 damage okay. and is restrained. 4 damage. You hit him and these vines wrap around him, holding him to the ground. He was kind of just kneeling over his friend, so you hit him while he was kind of defenseless. So he's easily wrapped up in these vines. Aha! <laughs> Rave, you are up. All right. I'm going to feign confidence. I'm going to walk forward until I'm out of the darkness. Uh, 
Oh, Kel surprise. People, I want to swing at the mage. Yeah. She, you you walk up target. to the mage. The commander who uh, you've previously been engaged with is laying on the ground, kind of bleeding heavily as this mage is looking over them. And you just walk up to this mage and swing at her. Recklessly. <laughs> 13. That is a hit. It is a hit. Hell yeah. So that's eight damage for the first attack. And I assume a 21 also hits. That's only three for the next. Sorry, it's whatever I said plus six total. Because I'm not adding in the damage that I'm supposed to be adding in for raging. So 18 total. 18 total? Yeah. You smack uh, this mage with the with your axe. And as you do, she falls to the ground unconscious in front of you. And... The commander, who had been talking previously, yells out, Belhalir, no! And reaches over to her and rips his mask off to inspect her. You recognize this drow elf, Veltar, as the leader of the group, the Ashwraiths, one of the groups that works out of the Axe Rest. The darkness that he was conjuring dispels, and the rest of you can now see the battlefield as he treats the wounds of Belhalir, clutching her in his arms. Do you share the fact that you know these people? Probably not right in this moment, uh, considering this is like three seconds of time. But okay. I will tell you later. Um, and the drow elf unmasks the woman who he's clutching onto, and it is a tiefling woman with dark purple skin and bright red eyes that he referred to as Belhalir. Which is a name you also recognize, Rave, as one of the Ash Wraiths. Okay. I'm going to fly down towards them, Rave, and I guess these are the two guys. You need help taking them out? I don't think they're a threat anymore. Yeah, they look pretty done. It's still my turn in combat? Uh, I mean, your turn, you don't have any actions left. Bonus action. I'm done raging. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you are done raging. Uh, But we are out of initiative. Okay, then what the fuck? It's nothing personal, Rave. It's just a job. You Uh, took a job for the eyes to come kill us? I don't know if it was from the eyes or someone pretending to be. We were told to come down here, get some information out of you, and rough you up if we needed to. Wasn't supposed to get this violent. I was literally, literally trying to talk you down, and you escalated it. I didn't expect you to put up so much of a fight. We expected once we showed our hands, you would back down a little bit. Do you know who I am? You think I would just stop? Not really. Spit on him again. Are you sure we can't kill them? No, we can't. We we can't kill them. It's it's against guild rules to kill a member of the group. You know that. It was just a job. Tie him up and leave him here. They're kind of like bleeding out. I mean, we shattered that one guy's kneecap. Kako did that. Tie them up and leave them here. If they die, it's their fault now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's still kind of our fault if we tie them up and nothing happens. We don't well, have a duty to intervene. We'll tie them up and tell them somebody's, somebody that they're out here, like law enforcement or sure. something. Right? Yeah. There's some sure. law okay people around, like guards. <gasps> oh, I'll find the guard. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of like, tries to play it cool, but he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go get a guard. And he kind of scurries off. Okay, wanna... we'll wait until we're gone. Yeah, I know. Oh. 
And Wiz okay. disappears down the street. I was going to say, I was like, I don't want to be around for guards. Has Wiz successfully kissed a boy yet? I'm working on it. <laughs> don't, he doesn't kiss and tell. <laughs> Fuck you, Wiz would absolutely... Wiz would, Wiz would tell. walk down, float down the street, strumming his lip, going, I kissed a boy and I loved it. <laughs> I want to do it again. Hey, you! Songs. Just looking for that one boy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's that one guard. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm going to semi-loosely bound their hands and feet, and I'm leaving, and I'm assuming the other two will come with me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staying. You're tying off. everyone up? We probably don't need to tie up the guy whose kneecap no longer exists. I am going to take my javelin out, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, you could, you have that the teleportation thing. I do! I forgot about to that. Your, to your back. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you unmasking the other two oh, members? Oh, yes! Yes, I am! Okay. Uh, so you, who's a who's, uh, broken knee lizard man? <laughs> you walk over to the uh, man who had his kneecap shattered by Kako and rip his mask off. How much damage does it do when the javelin is just magically ripped out of his knee? No, no more damage. No. <laughs> and it is a lizard folk man that you recognize as another member of the Ash Wraiths named Druze. And he is a lizard folk shaman. Not that he got to do any shaman abilities, because you guys thoroughly fucked him up. Yes. Who's the other guy? As you unmask the fourth and final member of the Ash Wraiths, you don't recognize this face, Rave, but everybody else does. Old man Jenkins! <laughs> uh, and as he's unmasked, you recognize this as Sen, the half-orc who accompanied you across <gasps> the border. Why? My boyfriend. <sighs> I didn't mean anything by it. If I had known it was you we were jumping, I wouldn't have taken this job. Sorry, do so you know So why him? didn't you stop when you saw it was us? To be honest, I need the money. How do you guys know someone that I don't? We illegally emigrated with this person. He's also new here. Yeah, yeah. They, they came to me. I guess their other member is out of commission. Well, fuck you too. What happened to you when we got, got all split? I'm not here. <laughs> What well, happened to you when we got separated? Uh, well, I tried to do these work around the town, but if you're not in one of those guilds, they don't let you do anything. So I was doing odd jobs here and there, and that's when these guys came up to me looking for a fourth member to fill in. I'm hurt, and not just by these perms. <laughs> so I wouldn't have done anything to permanently hurt you guys. You know that. I don't know. Those slashes seemed really convincing. Let rub my chest. <laughs> if I was really going to attack you, you would have felt it a lot harder than that. Okay, calm down. <laughs> he gives a shy smile in your direction. I don't smile back because I'm grimacing in pain from these burns. <laughs> uh, in future, I would recommend that if you see these weird eye things, you should just, like, stay away. Noted. Yeah. Or else people will jump you and tattoo your hands. It's really painful. That sounds like it sucks. I will agree with that. Yes. Or I'll fuck you up. Or okay, your or new friend you. is scary. Yes. Yeah, she is, but we like her. And he presents his wrists so you can tie him up. Yeah. And I do. Do we need, do all, we need to? They're all tied. I mean, I trust Sin more than I trust them, but he did also just try to kill us. Yeah. Job was never to kill you. Okay. Well, unless, we were just supposed to jump you. Unless Kako and Isaac physically stop me, I am tying all of them up. Yeah, okay. you tie Sun up and place him against the wall. And I'd love to see you try to physically stop me. 
Okay. Uh, Sen, just make sure that these other three don't die. He looks at his wrist. He's like, the fuck am I supposed to do? I don't know. Call for help. I'm already doing that. <laughs> He's already doing that. Never yeah. mind. Just stay there. And um, if that one looks like he's bleeding out too much, uh, don't worry. Remember about him it. or something. <laughs> you remember, do you say remember him? <laughs> <Yeah>. Remember him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Get a tattoo in his honor. <laughs> you guys leave the ash wraiths and send behind you. And Wiz, you run into the marketplace where you can see a couple of guards standing watch over the stalls during the night. I want to specify, I'm looking for the exact guard I tried to um, <laughs> seduce earlier and successfully seduced, but I just want to find that exact one. So I'm going to take my time a little bit so that the party can also disperse from the crime scene. You look around the marketplace, but as you look around, you don't see the guard that, that you had previously seduced in the marketplace. I guess you'll have to go to a different part of town. I go to a different part of town. I was kidding. <laughs> Where are you going? Where did we see the last... Oh, he was by the Circle of Insight. That's right. Can I head over in that direction? Yeah, you run towards the Circle of Insight. <laughs> At this point, you've been running for half an hour. <laughs> Jesus, that determination. Your friends have long since left the alleyway. And you do see the guard that you previously had an encounter with. And the guard who previously dragged him away from you, standing guard in front of the Circle of Insight. Hello! <laughs> I kind of wave at the guard. <laughs> yeah, the guard that you previously seduced kind of perks up as he sees you. And it gives you like a wave back. Yes! Hey! Uh, hey, babe. <laughs> Wiz now also has to remember which way the alley was that we were in. <laughs> I could probably just fly up and find it. I run over to him and I I fall into his arms. <laughs> this is a performance check. I have some cuts on me from Isaac's blades. And I'm like, please, you have to help. <laughs> There's been a scuffle in an alleyway. Some some of the some of the members of the axe rests started fighting amongst themselves. It was terrible, but it must have been some kind of bet. Y you need to help them. They're, they're all injured. Are you okay? I'm better now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks deep into your eyes and he, he kind of holds you close. And the other guard looks over <laughs> at this scene and is like, Oh my god, not this again! <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you, get lost? And the, no, the, the other guard, like, snaps in his direction. <laughs> it's, it's true, everything I'm saying. There was a scuffle and there's people that need help. The guard that is holding you looks at his partner and says, We have to help them. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> We have this Clark. <laughs> and the, the guard who was arguing says, that's not our place to intervene and you know it. That's inner guild business. That's up to them to take care of. I look at the guard, the other guard, and be like, what's your name? Which guard are you talking uh, to? What's both your names? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, fuck, I was not ready for this. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. <laughs> The drama. So the guard that is holding you is named Trip. And that's T-R-I-P-P. -P. And the half-elf guard who is arguing with this man is named Corbin. 
Who's the love of my life? Trip. Trip. And he is a human male. He's a human. <laughs> What's the name of the person I love so deeply? <laughs> Listen, Trip and Corbin, why did you join the guards? Corbin says, uh, paycheck and you go to college? To uphold the peace from the people. To save lives. You're protecting um, everybody in the city. Maybe it's just a paycheck to you, but to me, I feel safer. Uh, Trip looks at Corbin as he holds you and says, Did you forget about the Knight's Code? <laughs> <laughs> You've got this guy spun around your fingers. It's... Look. It would be the right thing to do if you could help these people get back to that guild that they belong to and rest up. At the very least... I can guess I can go and get them some some medical help if they need it as much as you say they do. Yes. I mean, just look at how banged up I am. They're like ten times worse. I don't know. You look all right. Thank and you. Wow. Trip says, <laughs> no, can't you see? He's injured. I am injured, but I'm not what's important here. It's the people we need to go save. Now, I'll take you as far as the alleyway. And I'm going to lead them back to the people. Yeah. You uh, lead the way back towards the alleyway with Trip and Corbin following you. Mm -hmm. And as you arrive in the alleyway, the you could see that your party has left. And the uh, members that were attacking you are currently tied up. There's a large pool of blood around the unmasked drow elf, uh, who is now slumped against the wall. And his tiefling companion is kind of leaned against him, whispering into his ear, telling him to hold on. I'm going to rush over and, and do uh, just a basic healing word. This doesn't feel like very non-lethal. <laughs> I mean, they're not dead. Yeah. I'm just going to do a basic healing Wiz word did take him. his time getting him. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Wiz, Wiz walked through an entire crowd of guards. and then just... It was at least a half hour one way. So plus all the time. We, guys we can left. solidly pin this all on Wiz now. Yes. You're not even here. You don't know. No, we're you'll, at... never, you'll never get the full story. Yeah, we're more like sitting in our beds wondering where you're at. Uh, I'm going to cast Healing Word at level two. Okay. And that means it's a 2d4 plus eight. Uh, that's 16 points of healing. Okay. Yeah. You can see his wounds kind of close up. His, the bleeding slows. And the tiefling woman um, looks at you and says, Thank you. We didn't deserve that. It's all right. I've taken jobs that I haven't liked before. But, oh. you know, it's all about just helping each other out. And I look over and I see Sen, and I'm like, oh, shit, what's up? <laughs> he, he, you can see he's kind of got a, um, an ashamed look on his face. And he says, oh, hey, Wiz. Are you, did you, wait. And all the gears, like, start clicking Wiz's head. It's like, you were attacking us, too? Uh, yeah, they hired me to fill in a spot in their group. Wow. I thought we had something special. You could see his head sink a little bit. Well, I know it must have been tough coming to the new place, but I, if this is really what you want to do with your life, I mean, <laughs> damn, just attacking people. <laughs> that disappointment. <laughs> Lay the man low. Uh, yeah, he kind of looks down. And he says, "Is it any different than what you do?" Uh, 
No, but I try to be a better person. Listen, said. Did you do this for money? Yes. Once this is all over and you go back to Axrest or wherever, you should go talk to Isa and tell her Wiz sent you and ask for some work. I'll do that, thanks. And if she doesn't give you any work, then you can also go talk to... Who else do I know in the city that could possibly have work? <laughs> Wiz is tapping his uh, lip as little, he's thinking. thinker. I met a lot of people when I was delivering stuff in the city, right? Don't I know somebody else? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, it was just Tomlinson. He's not in town right now. Yeah, go talk to Isa. She'll have stuff for you. I will. Thank you. Yeah. As for you other guys, I don't even know you. I don't want to know you. If I see you again, I'm going to blow you down with a puff of wind. (laughs) And on the wind, there's a faint. Fuck you. (laughs) All right. Peace out. And then I go over and I say to the guard, I was like, if you want to find me, I'm at the axe rest. (laughs) Yeah, he he kind of swoons as you as you walk away. Nice. So back at the axe rest. Uh Aha. Yes. You have arrived. It's a quiet night in the axe rest. You don't see Radic or any of the hammers. There's a couple of other groups drinking and enjoying their night. And you can see Ostra behind the table polishing a glass. Ostra. Oh, hey, Rafe. Hello. Pleasure to see you. Looking a little banged up. I'd like to talk to you, please. Sure, go ahead. She sets her glass down on the table. All jobs go through you. Yep. Who hired the Ashwraiths to beat me up? Uh, anonymous job, unfortunately. They left a, a card and paid up front. Uh, why didn't you warn us? <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how it works? It's not how it works. No, it's not, yeah. It's So people could just put a bounty on us for no reason? They can't have you killed, but you're no different than any citizen of this city. If someone wants to get information or have you roughed up, that's their prerogative to pay for it. I don't like this anymore. (laughs) That's mercenary work. I don't know what you signed up for, then. I don't know either, apparently. Ostra, can I have the card? Yeah. She hands you the card, and it's it's just blank, um, and it's got the instructions on one side for what they need, and it just says who you are, and to get some information from you regarding the Raven's Court. Rough up if necessary. And on the back side, it's almost like it's addressed to you. It says, open your eyes and see through their lies. And this this note is no larger than your average like business card. Are they truly anonymous or just anonymous to me, Ostra? I, I can't tell you that. Job's done, fee's been paid. Speaking mm. of jobs, got one for you this evening. Kind of a strange one, honestly. And she pulls a a big, almost like board, out from the message slots for you guys. And it's got a hefty bag of gold sitting on top of it. She places it down on the table and says, Somehow, you got an invite to Singri's party tomorrow night. 